Hello. Hello. <laughs> Mocha. <laughs> um, it's been a really long time since we've recorded one of these. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Now I'm eating these snacks. That Russell brought me from Hawaii. Wow, thank you, Russell. I'm eating all the snacks. Um, yeah, it's been a really long time. Because we tried recording one a couple weeks ago, and the same thing happened where it was deleted. Mm-hmm. And we were really bitter about it for a while. So now we're back. Yeah. But I also think we weren't very inspired. Yeah, we weren't. And I think we were just like, you know what? Let's just take a break, think about things, like topics. And October was a very moody month. Was it? Yeah. Oh. I guess it was. I don't know. Every month is moody. <laughs> is it not? Um, not really. Okay, let's cut to the chase because we're dragging. So, are you going to go? What? This is your idea. Kind of. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I don't really know. Like, basically, I was telling Angela that we did a podcast episode already on it, being insecure about your physical being, like your body. Yes. But I was telling her, because I was kind of, so we, Angela's birthday was last week, last mm-hmm. Wednesday, and people were telling her, like, you look like you're having so much fun, or you look like you're living your best life, and Angela kind of laughed and was like, I literally do nothing, <laughs> and then we were just joking that it's because yeah. on social media, yeah. everyone thinks that you're, like, living your best life. Right, and I think this is a really common theme just the fact that social media is your highlight reel and um it honestly instills a lot of insecurity in your followers because people think that you're having so much fun and you're living life to the fullest Mm -hmm. but honestly it's just the best parts of the life that are being highlighted and the boring monotonous times which is the majority of our lives of course no one's going to snapchat or instagram like oh sitting on the train like going to school going to work oh i spend eight hours at work probably nine ten hours at work because i have to chart and transportation like it's just not exciting and that's the bulk of our time yeah and so the time that we're not at work or school of course we're going to try to fill with something exciting and that's what we're going to show our friends but it's not a new topic right it's it's something that's been happening for a while, but I think it's just, it's been accentuated now that we're, well, you're still in school, but you're kind of transitioning into the work life, and you see all of, we're kind of at the age in enough years out of college where everyone who didn't go to grad school is really, like, in work life and they're able to you know they have money they have the means and the funds to travel or um go to exciting concerts and events and like it honest it's hard seeing because you compare their highs to your 
not lows, but just your like baseline boring mm-hmm. everyday life. Yeah. But I think even more than that, because we can go on tangents about social media forever, mm-hmm. you know, like that's something that I don't even think is really a discussion. Like I think everyone would equally agree mm-hmm. that that's what's dangerous that's about social media, you mm-hmm. know, but it's more of the fact that the bigger thing that stems from it, I think, is the idea that we get insecure about our own lives. In the sense, like, we don't feel like what we have in life is sufficient enough. Or we always want what other people have. So even mm-hmm. though it's like, of course we see people who, ha- like, go on fun vacations or things like that. But mm-hmm. on the other end of it, it's like, even people who have jobs or, like, people who seem like they're in school. People who aren't in those things mm. but want those things right. start getting insecure. And I think that's what I thought was interesting and I realized has been happening a lot. Mm. I don't know about you. In your life? But just in my life because I've been in this phase now in school where we've been like job hunting and Mm. all people talk about are like job hunting or like doing this in school or like, you know, and it's always, we always tell each other like the grass is always greener Mm. on the other side. And you're always like, honey, you're going to work for the rest of your life. And it's true. But right now in this moment, (laughs) I'm like, that's all I want because that's what everyone has. And like, yeah, I want to have a stable life, like whatever. Oh yeah. That was me like seven months ago when I didn't have a job. Yeah. So I know exactly what you mean. And so it's just kind of something I feel like I've been thinking more do you think about, it's something, you know? it's like societal pressures or is it like silent peer pressures? Not not in the sense that your peers are pressuring you, but in the sense that you put pressure on yourself because of what your peers are doing. Yeah, that. it's that one. Yeah. Because I think it's like, okay, say in this situation, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you don't have a job, but like I have... Not that anyone would ever say this. This is just, like, what I'm internalizing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, oh, you don't have a job. Well, I have a job. And I'm also in school. And I'm getting this experience. And what are you doing? Like, you're only in school once a week, you know? And it's just kind of, like, that idea where I'm like, oh, my goodness. Then I should be doing, like, a bajillion right. things and being so busy and exactly. utilizing all my time. But literally nobody is saying anything to me. Right, right. But it's it's easy to compare yourself to someone who is in the exact same situation as you right in the sense that like oh she also just graduated she took you know she passed her boards the same time as I did why is she seemingly so many steps ahead of me mm-hmm. when I should be up to par as, to her as well mm-hmm. so it's it's I you can't compare but you automatically do yeah and I think that's just a part of life because Especially right out of school, right? Like, yeah. you're ranked and pitted against each other your whole schooling because it's all competitive, it's all competition. And then once you're out, I, honestly, in the workforce, you're also competing against the same people, mm. right? For the same jobs. And I don't think it really ends. Yeah. Um, if we're being realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe. I don't know. I don't think I'm mature enough to say that I can remove myself from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully it's something that we can find peace with. Yeah, let's hope so. we get older. <laughs> <laughs> but we're still relatively young and new to this. So. I know. But I think it also kind of ties in with our last podcast that we tried to do that got deleted. 
mm-hmm. was basically about us living in New York. Yeah. And, like, oh, the different cities how... we lived with and, mm-hmm. like, sometimes how we see other people, like, in mm-hmm. California or something. Right. And we're like, oh, man, like, they look like they're living such a great life right. in California. You know? And it's like, I wish I had what they had. But we don't know what they have. Exactly. And then people always do that to us. They're like, right. but you live in New York. Like, you have such a nice life. And, like, everything must be so exciting for you. And I'm like, I don't know. Well, there's always going to be that question of what if, right? Yeah. Like, what if I didn't go to school there? What if I didn't move to the city? Mm-hmm. What if I X, Y, or Z? It, it's, it's always going to be a question. Um, and I think that, like you said, going back to before, it's always... Like you said, the grass is always greener. So for the people who see us living our lives in New York and they think, oh, wow, like what if I had gotten a job in New York? Yeah. You know? Or yeah. what if I had taken this year off just to discover myself, whatever, enjoy my 20s, like you're never going to get those years back. Mm-hmm. What if I hadn't, you know, taken more responsibility here, like committed to whatever in my hometown? Um, but at the same time, like us living in New York, we have a lot of what ifs too. Yeah. Like what Always. Yeah. I mean, the biggest one I think this is like a recurrent theme in our podcast is like, what if I didn't move back to New York? What if I were in California? Like, Mm -hmm. would I be making more money? Would I be a lot more happy? Would I like have more job fulfillment or not that I don't now, but, or what, would I be a lot more unhappy because I would always be wondering what if I had moved back, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's always just an internal battle with yourself. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to lie. I see a lot of my friends back in California and they look like they're living the life too. You know, mm-hmm. they have, I don't know how they manage it, but they get all these days off, <laughs> travel the world. And in my head, I'm like, with what money, <laughs> with what time, you know, like, but they've made their choices and they've utilized their time and their money and they know how to... They're living their life, but then at the same time, the days that they're not traveling, they're probably sitting at a desk staring yeah. at a computer. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know what their day-to-day life is. I only know what everything yeah. fun is that I'm envious of. Mm-hmm. So I think everyone can relate to this feeling Yeah. in the sense that, like, how come I can't have that? Yeah. What did I do? Like, what along my path? Which decision was it that put me here and uh-huh. not there? Because uh-huh. she looks like she's having so much fun. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's such a con... I mean, it happens to me every day because I swipe through. So- I know we're not talking about social media. But I swipe no, through No, but that's day. like how you... Exactly. It's, it fuels the flames Right, of right. And my friends who are like, oh yeah, you look like you're having the time of your life. They only know because of my Instagram. You're right? Like, yeah. It's like, oh, if only you knew... That we literally come home every day and we just sit here. We, we sit here. And when I wake up with so much neck and upper back pain because I just sit at a computer and chart. Like, yeah. And I feel like an old grandma because I just complain about my back hurting all the time. Yeah. It's like that is five days out of the week. Only the two days out of the week will we maybe go out. But it's so cold now in New York. It's already dropped to like. Mm-hmm. it's like low so cold. 40s low 40s it's supposed to snow t- it's on thursday. To snow thursday and we're not going to be doing anything fun when that happens so yeah. so there's always grass is always greener i know but then i think 
I guess it's not really like a discussion because I feel the same way. But but it's more like I guess it's hard because it's like what can we? It's like how would we? Like how would you change that? Well, you know I what I mean. Think, I think it's important. You kind of mentioned this a couple weeks ago in the sense that you can't really change anything about your situation, but you can change your mindset. Yeah. And so I think it's. Nice that we're talking about it now on this to whoever's listening because it just is a reminder to kind of step back and think, you know, my life isn't that bad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, those people are in whatever city doing whatever they're doing, Mm -hmm. but I'm living a pretty good life too wherever I am and obviously life is going to be monotonous, but... It also isn't on the days where, you know, you get out and put yourself out there and make an effort to do things. Yeah. So in whatever city there you're living in, like, you can do fun things. Even if but it's But it's, suburbs. like, whether or not you put in that effort. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think this was more just, like, a reflective thing. Because I feel like in the time that we weren't really making these podcasts, mm-hmm. I felt like that was just like a reoccurring thing in our lives, in our current situations. At least that's how I felt. Like with yeah. my whole thing, like I was just like, oh, like I felt like all I thought about was trying to find a job right. or like what other people in my school were doing because mm-hmm. that's all people talk about. And like right. it just fuels this thing of like, man, I wish I had like I wish I was like my friends who just worked full time mm-hmm. so I could travel and I could do these things like why am I in school like, yeah and even in school why are there people who have like everything like what did I do to not deserve like you know yeah. like I feel like that's all that I've been thinking about and I feel like it was hard for you too because you're like a lot of your friends are in California yeah. and like you know so it's just kind of like a interesting reflective thought well and I feel like it just hit me because on your birthday yeah. it stood out more because like birthdays are more sub- like a substantial event you know right, right. and even though it was your birthday it made me think about my life <laughs> and i think it was because we're living basically the same boring life <laughs> no, pretty much. but then also i think it was just from our last podcast which didn't get published which i'm really sad about but i've let it go Have when you? we were talking about cities mm-hmm. essentially what we were talking about is like the different cities that me and Angela have lived in. Maybe we'll revisit it. Yeah, and go into depth. Yeah, and the very summarized version is we both live in New York. We both love it here. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just hard because we are sacrificing more being here. In the sense, like, we're not near our families. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't live in the same city as our families. Or that we might... I don't know have more things to worry about living on our own independently like right. you know just like things like that right right and we were discussing would you if you could would we rather maybe go home where like for me my family lives in virginia and for you your family lives in san jose mm-hmm. would we rather go back to those areas where we personally don't really love those areas for the sake of being comfortable and living with our family oh, and like those right. things or would we rather live in New York where yeah sometimes it's tough and sometimes we stress out about things like money and right. like work and 
whatever right but we like love the environment that we're in right you know we're very out of our comfort zone but at the same time it's making us grow and mature yeah and there's a lot of times where we'll come home and complain to each other about stuff but at the end of the day we both know that we're learning and growing a lot so that's essentially Mm -hmm. what we were talking about too and i think that also stemmed from the fact that we see people Mm -hmm. Like, our friends who... And I use this example in it. Like, I have a lot of friends in L.A. Mm-hmm. who love L.A., but also they have that comfort of, like, living at home and, like, not having to worry about things as much. Whoa. Sorry, that's my timer because I have sweet potatoes. In Her the sweet potatoes are done. <laughs> um, that scared me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, but essentially... <laughs> Sorry. It's for my Worksgiving tomorrow. I signed up for sweet potatoes. And then she was like, man, why didn't I just pick something easy? Like stuffing. She had to like <laughs> individually mash like three pound sweet potatoes with a fork. Oh man, it was a struggle. It's okay, lots of effort. Okay, sorry, okay. side note. <laughs> side note. So anyways. Um, <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about. Um, so you have friends in LA who have that comfort and they love LA and it's, you know, it's always been home. I don't know where you're going from that. Oh yeah. So it's always been home and they love the city. And we were just saying like, man, like sometimes it's sucky that we love the city. We love a city that our families Mm, and like our comforts are not necessarily in. Mm -hmm. And like, how nice would it be if it could have like aligned like that? Like in our own perfect world. We would just have everything in one place. Right. But it's just that in our personal situations, it's not that case. Right. So we were just, like, talking about that. And I think that also stems from the idea of looking at other people being, like, the grass is greener. Yeah. But I'm sure for them, they could be, like, well, I don't feel challenged here. Right. Or, like, I don't love it here. But in my mind, I'm just, like, but you look like you have everything. Exactly. Exactly. You know? You have all of the boxes checked. Yeah. And you have all the things that I wish I had. Mm Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you, like, That's so true. be happy? But at the same time, it's like they're probably thinking, like, people who can listen to this are probably like, well, you have what we might right. want, and you guys are complaining about it. Not complaining, but like, yeah, you know? I also think that it's something that um, we build so big in our head. So, for example, like, getting a job. Mm-hmm. Um, we... First off, we stress ourselves out, out not having one. Yeah. And then we see other people getting them. Yeah. So that just adds another layer of stress and pressure onto ourselves. And then the minute you get it, you it's you've you've built so much up, you've built it up so much that when you get there and you are very disillusioned by what it is, mm-hmm. you feel like you're, it's you're just not as satisfied because mm-hmm. it's not, I guess everything that you thought it would be. Yeah, and so and then you kind of lose appreciation for everything that you worked for. Yeah, and then I remember seeing something online where it's like, um, remember to be grateful for something you wish you had or something you used to wish you had. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, it's so. This kind of goes back to a conversation we had about how people constantly want things. Yeah. And the more that you want, the the minute you get it, you don't realize. Like, you're just not satisfied. Yeah. And you're never fully content because 
we're taught to strive Mm -hmm. for things and Mm -hmm. to work for things and then when you achieve it it's not really it's not what you expected it to be it's not what it doesn't live up to what you thought it would be Mm -hmm. and so I think that I can only, I don't, I don't know if I can use like my friend's examples, but I can only use my own in the sense that, you know, I made it in my mind that I wanted to come back to New York after work or after school. Yeah. And looking back, and I only bring this up because you're kind of in that weird like transition period too, where you want to, you want to find a job. Yeah. But I was done with school end of December. Mm -hmm. I took my boards February Mm -hmm. and I didn't really like sign an offer letter until May right Mm -hmm. so February through May I sat at home and moped honestly like I applied to jobs and stuff but I didn't do anything exciting like my life was so boring I would go to coffee shops work on resume like send out applications and then I would go home sit on the couch and like watch football with my dad like (laughs) it was really not exciting and I realized that I didn't really talk to anyone because I was embarrassed Right, yeah, like, yeah, because I would have nothing to talk about. While some of my classmates had jobs in December, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. so I realized that I internalized everything, and I put my pressure that pressure on myself about how like oh like everyone already has things like what am I doing wrong mm-hmm. as to why I'm not there, mm-hmm. and then all of my friends were getting jobs in New York because they were just getting jobs off of their like preceptors from yeah. school, and it was like. I wish that happened, and but the stars don't align. Timing is off. You know, it just doesn't work. Yeah. And then I really, I think I, be, I like, closed myself off in California and the fact that I was in California. Like, it was just harder. And then when I did come back to New York, I'm not going to lie. I think the first couple months I would have that, those ideas, like, did I make a mistake coming yeah. back out? Because... Yeah. Now that I had exactly what I wanted, mm-hmm. I saw my family back at home and yeah. I saw my friends back at home that I didn't even take advantage of seeing when I was in California because I was in this bundle of stress and nerves that I yeah. didn't, like I wasn't even enjoyable to be, enjoyable to be around, right? Mm-hmm. And so I would see all these people in San Francisco living their lives, going out on the weekend, mm-hmm. like going to restaurant, like nice things. And... It's like, oh, I could have had that life, actually. But even when I was in the bear, I didn't take advantage of it, you know? And so it's never-ending. And, I mean, I'd be lying if I, after a really stressful week at work, I, like, sit in my apartment on a Friday night Mm -hmm. and think, like, maybe if I were home, I could at least be with my parents, you know? Yeah. Like, And then that's a whole other topic about how yeah, sometimes we feel guilty we'll about get into that. that we can't be with our family. <laughs> and it's it, those feelings of like, oh, did I make the wrong decision? Always flood back, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's a Friday night. I'm in my 20s. I'm in New York City, but I'm just so exhausted. I probably don't have enough money to go out. Like, yeah. I'm sitting in my apartment. I might as well sleep at, like, 11 p.m. Yeah. And it's so sad because I feel like I'm just wasting time and I'm wasting my youth even though I'm in New York City. Yeah. You know? So there's just so many different factors that go into it. And I think it's I think that's why we thought it was funny when I got these birthday texts saying, like, mm-hmm. 
like I'm so happy for you 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 look like you're you know you're mm-hmm. doing great it's like oh if only you knew yeah I look like I'm doing great and for the most part I am doing fine but it's also I am very disillusioned by work life <laughs> yeah no yeah and you're still kind of in this like transitioning period yeah but I think that's just kind of the curse of the 20s because you are young and you want to take advantage of it mm-hmm. but it's like nice and shiny on the outside but underneath no one really has their shit together <laughs> yeah and that's like everybody yeah <laughs> like no matter where you live what you do that's like yeah, everybody exactly you know what i mean but it's like nobody really talks about it no because it's like in everyone else's eyes you just want to look perfect like mm-hmm. i have that too you know, like, I want to make, like, look like my life's together. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, very vocal to you and, like, people I'm, like, really close to about how my life is not together. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, like, it's just, I don't know. It's interesting because I had this talk, like, back in March. I just touched my glasses, like, my lens. <laughs> okay, sorry, side note. I had this talk with my... <laughs> what? Because I was trying to push my glasses up but my finger just touched, like, the middle of my lens okay it's not like you but then i saw anything. i don't know but it bothers me when you see like a streaky part oh my gosh okay anyways in march yeah so i had a conversation with him because Who? my pastor from church oh okay and we were just talking about like life and then um we started talking about like marriage mm. because like the number one thing and for anyone who's listening okay <laughs> don't ask me when i'm getting engaged because I don't know. Yeah, don't ask me either. Okay? Like, I don't... Don't ask Angela either, okay? We don't know. We don't know what's going on. We don't like being bombarded with those questions. Right, Angela? Right. It's okay. Okay, continue. Your New York Bay will soon appear. Wherever you are, come out. Wherever you are, come out. Oh, my gosh. Um, But, yeah, so, I feel like that's all people ask me. Like, I have to be like, yes, hello. This is a side rant. Uh It's like, yes, hello, I'm fine. Thank you for asking. But everyone's always just like, when is Jumo moving? When are you guys getting married? Like, isn't it about time? Are you engaged yet? Yeah, are you engaged yet? Like, you guys have been dating for how long? And I'm like, listen. Calm down. I'm young. I need to live my life. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> there's so many things in my life that need to be figured out. But I was, like, talking to him about this, like, my pastor. And mm. I was like, yeah, like, everyone always asks that. And he... And honestly, also, for anyone who knows me... I do love the idea of, like, being engaged and getting married. And so I was telling him, like, I do like those things. But also part of me is, like, am I just wanting those things? Because literally everyone around me Mm. is telling me that that's the next step in my life. Or, like, telling me that that's what I should want. Or telling me, like, you know, like, it's, like, the most logical thing to do. Like, and he was, like, honestly, Connie, you need to make life decisions based off of what you value and not your circumstance because for the rest of your life you're gonna feel societal pressures about Mm, something mm -hmm. because he was saying he got married when he was like 38 oh and then he's now like 40 Mm -hmm. and he they're pregnant with their second daughter now (gasps) 
but he was like it never ends yeah like imagine for me like all through my 30s people were like dude when are you getting married like you know and then it became when right after marriage it's like Mm -hmm. when are you having a kid Mm -hmm. and then it's like when are you having another kid oh what are you gonna buy a house like and he's like it's never gonna end Mm -hmm. so if you keep making life decisions just based on like what you think is logical or like these circumstantial things you're not going to be happy you have to like value every decision that you make and i was like wow that's actually like so simple Mm -hmm. but it's not like we naturally think like that it's not because i think that we're faced more with societal pressures than we are than we take the time then we're conscious to take the time to sit down and really reevaluate reevaluate what your values are no yeah i agree i feel like it's so easy to just go through day-to-day life and not really take time to really um analyze your own decisions i guess because mm. it's just easy to we always ask other opinion other people's opinions mm. um on something that we're trying to decide on right mm. like at the end of the day why does it matter what yeah. other people think but we i don't think it's something something that we'll ever get over Mm -hmm. because we're always going to care what other people think yeah i think that might be a part of human nature yeah or at least societal nature yeah i've been like blurring my words a lot sorry i've been slurring them that's not the right word what's wrong with me (laughs) we're just a little thrown off it's been a while i know (laughs) we're getting back into our um articulation because we have all these sounds going on i don't know i feel like this isn't like the world's most interesting podcast that we've ever i also just think that we like were kind of all over the place and we didn't really streamline it yeah um but i feel like it was just kind of like a i don't know i've just been having these thoughts these thoughts of how like under like like yeah like our thoughts were kind of sporadic but underlying it's just the idea that sometimes we're just so hard on ourselves and sometimes we're so unhappy because we think we're like constantly chasing this idea of what we think is happiness and then it's like when we get there or when we get what we see that other people have yeah there's always going to be another thing that we're like okay well this wasn't enough but now i want like x y and z it's like the, what people always say, like, you worry so much about money, and when you actually mm-hmm. have it, you actually, there's more problems that come with it. Mm-hmm. And so money's never going to be substantial enough. Or, I, you saying that makes me think of, I read this one article a couple years ago about how our generation is much more unhappy with our lives compared to our parents generation Mm -hmm. and it's because of our expectations Mm -hmm. and so our parents expectations of you know their american dream was to own a house have a like white picket fence have two kids whatever live in the suburbs Mm -hmm. and that would give them happiness Mm -hmm. so when they achieved it like they were content but then our society i mean our generation has us as 90 kid, 90s kids have grown up with these technological advancements. And we've grown up seeing what our parents had, but wanting more. Mm-hmm. And we've always been taught to want more. And so the bar keeps getting raised higher and higher. And even when we achieve what our parents had, which we 
could perfectly be content with because it's what our parents had, right? And, like, mm-hmm. we had good childhoods, whatever. But it's this idea of seeing, oh, well, my coworker has this bigger house, has, like, more kids, has a dog, whatever, and all this money. I don't know. It's usually It usually goes about back to money. But for us, we just keep, like you said, we keep chasing it, and it's because we see what others have, and we were raised to always, I guess, want more as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I think there's no, like you said, maybe we define happiness. I don't know if it's happiness, if, that, if that's the right word. Or like fulfillment. I mean, that's probably, that's a really hefty word too, though. I feel like not a lot of people know what fulfillment is. I think we think we know what it is which is why we chase after these things right you think that a job will fulfill Mm. you and make you happy and solve your problems because right now your problems might be that you don't have money Mm -hmm. or you have so much free time that you feel like you're not doing anything so you feel like having something to fill that will take that away right yeah but then we never learn that it never takes it away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we haven't learned. No one learns. Yeah. But why? Huh? Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, say that... I was following you pretty well until that. And then I got a little thrown off. Of so... <laughs> Sorry. I want crackers. more crackers. Okay. So if we know that chasing these things, desires, whatever, mm-hmm. won't actually bring us true fulfillment, right? then why are we constantly still upset and dissatisfied with what we've achieved? Why, is, why can't I know we what be you more mean. grateful, I guess? But then that's what I was telling you. Remember that one time we had that huge discussion? Yeah. So bringing it, circling it all the way back. This is when me and Connie like had an almost argument. Yeah, it was no, like it really wasn't, bizarre. It wasn't like an argument. It was just a very it was like a heated, heated discussion. discussion. Because I told this is exactly what I was telling you. I was like, you know, there's like it makes. I was like, why are we such a society that wants? Did that sentence make sense? No, why are we <laughs> I was a waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> just both like totally on i don't even know okay why are we a society that always wants that was kind of like the premise of it and like why can't we like doesn't it just like yeah and then angela was like well we're that's essentially that's what society is and that's what you were saying right now like yeah we're just conditioned to be like that like think about like advertisements or think about always things like new things coming Mm -hmm. out it just even instagram like yeah these things fuel your desire to want Yes. Which I understand. Yes. And then I was like, but then doesn't that make you sad? And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it makes me sad because society, I mean, that's just the reality. And the reality of society is that it's not all warm and fuzzy. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing that can really change how it's going already. Yeah, because you're saying, like, that's just how society... Like, that's, that's how, just how it works. Yeah. Like, people influence other people, mm-hmm. and it's just 
the circle of life. Yeah. So that was Angela's <laughs> argument. My argument. But then I was kind of like, okay, but even though it's like that, and even though society's like that, number one, still doesn't it make you sad? But then also, I'm not saying it. Also, doesn't. it's like, what if we, as individuals, first change our mentality? But then Angela was like, okay, but then what is that going to do? Because in the general premise of things yeah. that's just how it is which i understand and i'm not and then i was saying like me spending five t- minutes a day being grateful for what i have won't change the world it'll improve your life but right. it won't change how society functions and it won't change how people are going to continue to want things yeah but then i was saying what if i started like that and then talk to you about it and that kind of like you know it was like a low slow and slow chain reaction like all these other things that become like a thing like minimalism like someone wrote a book and now all these people like love living minimal lives or like youtubers make videos about being minimalists you know what i mean like it's not going to change the entire majority of society I think I think it's a good idea for people to step back and think about what they have mm-hmm. and what they've accomplished. You just don't think it'll change how society works. I mean, it's also just really disheartening to see all the news in society today. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like that ideal theory of yours isn't really something realistically that could be carried out. But then I, I understand that. Like, I don't think it will. Like, I'm not saying, like, it's going to... So, yeah. Everyone's going to be like, wow, <laughs> we're all going to spend right. five minutes being grateful. So, I think I agree with your idea. And I do agree that it is, like, disappointing mm-hmm. that no one really embraces that sentiment. Mm-hmm. But I'm just coming from a really realistic point of view. Yeah, which is how you think. Which is what? How you think. How I think. Like, you're a more realistic thinker than I am. I'll agree with that. I think I'm sometimes more like, but, like, in a world where it's like, you know. In a perfect world, yeah, you do. I'm more, like, abstract, like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a really abstract. (laughs) No, but you're very logical. Yeah. Like, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Man, I wish I recorded that conversation. It was was intense. It was, it was. The thing is, we kind of revisited, we kind of were talking in circles. Yeah. Because you were just like, but isn't it sad? It's like, yeah, but nothing's going to change. But then I was saying. I was almost pessimistic. Like, but sometimes realism is pessimistic. Wait, why can't we talk today? (laughs) I had a rough day at work. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I did nothing today and I'm just tired. Uh, yeah. (laughs) But then I was like. It all started because I was like, Angela, <laughs> we should talk about this as a podcast. Yeah, and, and I was she like, was like, there's I nothing to talk about. <laughs> and I was like, why? And she's like, because I agree with you that it's sad, <laughs> but I don't think it's going to change. And I was like, well, what if we just like inspire people who are listening <laughs> to take like five minutes a day to be grateful for what you want? Okay, so here's... And then essentially she was just like, no. Connie's advice of the day. Take this moment. Yeah. And maybe a few minutes ago, a few hours ago, you thought, you know, may I wish I had that. 
Mm-hmm. I wish I had done this. I wish I had chosen differently. Don't wish... I mean, you can still wish him because that's natural to think that. But also kind of realize that you made your decisions in the past, which ended you up, ended you up here. <laughs> which <laughs> is how you ended up here. <laughs> and maybe me and Connie had, have listed some things that we wish we had mm-hmm. that you are fortunate enough to have in your life. So maybe right. you don't live in New York. Maybe you don't have a job. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't live near your parents. Oh, maybe you do live... Wait, hold on. <laughs> so what do we have? <laughs> I, was I know, as you were listing, I was like, hmm. Maybe, okay. It's going to be a maybe short list. Maybe we have things that you might not have, but you also might have things that, that we, we want that we wish we had yeah like living near our parents or being able to travel i can't get that out of my mind i know i'm fixated on that traveling yeah but i like have friends from high school who left pick up picked picked up who left their job in san francisco now they live in like ireland or scotland or who knows what every weekend they're in paris they're in london they're in a different country every single weekend and in my head, I'm like, I should have gone the financial route. I should have, like, gone into business. I should have done this so I could travel. But I think you would have been unhappy and lonely. Oh, 100%. See? It's like those things. Yeah. Or, I think we talked about a mishmash of stuff today. Yeah, sorry. But the underlying... No. I mean, <laughs> why are you sorry? I equally contributed to this mishmash of a conversation. But I think, like, the underlying premise of everything... Yeah. ...of this podcast... Is that now I remember why I wanted to talk about it? Because Thanksgiving's coming. Huh? Continue. No, I feel okay. <clears throat> oh my god. I remember now. Because at first I was kind of like, yeah, I'll go with it. Yeah, that's what I was like. <laughs> I don't. That's why at the beginning, if you've lasted with us this long, we had like a minute of silence at the beginning. I was like, okay, Connie, go. <laughs> and I was like, oh, about what? <laughs> I was like, this is your idea. <laughs> we were so like, uh, in the beginning. I think it's because. Yeah. Yes, we all have issues with being grateful. Mm-hmm. But I think it all stems from us being insecure. Yes, you mentioned that. Yeah. And I'm everything that we've talked about stems from like insecurity. Mm-hmm. Like me wanting these things, it's yeah. because I'm insecure. And that's anything. It can be like the smallest thing. Like me wanting to go shopping for this new thing is because I want to be... I want to look this way or I might have seen someone who I'm like oh I like how you look I don't really look like that so maybe this will like everything I feel like in wanting is stemmed from insecurity and I remember that's why I brought it up with you because I was like hey we talked about insecurity about like Like physical physical, like being how we look Mm -hmm. but I feel like there's so many things that I personify from my insecurities and that a lot of it equates to like wanting things or wanting what other people have. Oh. Wait, okay. So in terms of wanting what other people have, what exactly are you insecure about in the sense that they have and what you don't have? Like, I mean, the obvious one is like, oh, if someone has a job, yeah. then you are insecure about your own competence. Mm-hmm. Um, what's another example? Then? Or another one's like, oh, um... I feel like friends. Okay. 
sometimes if you look at people's like social medias and mm. it's like they have like engagement parties of like 50 people yeah. and i'm like whoa like mine if would that be was like my 10. situation like yeah. would it be like that and like at the end of the day though why does that matter yeah but it's natural to feel like that but i'm saying it it, it stems not because i'm like because that wanting of that has to come from somewhere. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. And it's the idea that like, oh, maybe I don't have as many friends. And mm-hmm. is that something I should worry about? Oh my gosh. And then you start thinking about it and you become insecure. And then you're yeah. like, and then you're like, man, I wish it was like that. Yeah. You know what I no, mean? No, that's a good example too. It's like some, it's like things like that are very like, I feel like a lot of people can relate. Mm. Or it's like even for us, like not being with our parents, like. Yeah maybe we're insecure that we're not being good daughters or we're not like you know fulfilling their expectations or things like that and it's like you look at other people and be like man we want that perfect balance of being in a place that we love and being with our parents yeah 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 yeah. i was just trying to say family i know you said parents (laughs) it's okay i caught that (laughs) i don't know if they would have (laughs) you know and i think that's where it was because it was that small group we were talking about like what's what drives you oh and that's where people were like sometimes it's just this stress that i put on myself or yeah. some people were like it's people pleasing like yeah. i want to please people so much and i was like thinking and i was like mine's really like my insecurities that that's drive true. me it really makes you reevaluate your motivations yeah oh. and then obviously we were talking about in that context like how we need to like make what drives us mm. into god right in that context which i won't i'll spare you a whole religious talk about that's it. true but then that but, also kind of overlaps with you know like what are your true values do you even know you know like if you're being driven by your insecurities or whatever other people said i don't remember mm-hmm then it's like, do you even know why you're doing what you're doing? Is it societal pressures, just to loop back to that? Or mm-hmm. is it peer pressures? Is it familial pressures? Mm-hmm. Or is it, like you said, the fear of being inadequate? Yeah. For whatever reason. Mm. I'll think about it. I don't know how to answer that question. That's pretty deep. It is. And I feel like that was like a month ago maybe at small group and since then it's kind of been like a reoccurring thing and i think that's why i've been thinking about it a lot and that's why various conversations that we've had in the time that we weren't doing podcasts that we tried to compile into this one podcast yeah yeah yeah. it kind of that was like the underlying underlying thought Mm -hmm. and thought and that's where i kept being like wait this thing keeps coming up i think it'd be interesting to talk about well, why didn't you just say that then? Well, it took me a while. I think my brain needed to like <laughs> kind of like warm up a little bit, you know? Because now I feel more awake. Wait, make it. Okay. Well, it's almost an hour, so we're going to... Yeah, I feel like this podcast conclusion. went from like, huh? To like, I'm like, you yeah, know? You yeah, know? And I then... Like it. <laughs> I know, near the beginning, I was like, oh man. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. Um, no, but I wanted to end on a, next week is Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and so I think this is a good podcast to release, to release, release. dropping an album, <laughs> dropping our EP, 
I think this is a good episode to kind of put out there before Thanksgiving because it's really easy to forget what we're thankful for. What we're thinking, thankful for. I mean, just for me personally, this is going to be my first Thanksgiving not with my family. My family is it's like a huge thing. It's all my aunts and uncles and all my cousins. And so I don't really know what I'm still do- I'm doing on Thanksgiving, but I'm sure it'll be fine. And then, if anything, it'll just make me a lot more grateful for Christmas. Because then everyone will be there, which will be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Take a time. Take a time. <laughs> take a moment. Your girls need to sleep. Out of your day. <laughs> I know. Goodness. Take a moment out of your day. and Your sweet potatoes. I turned off the oven. Oh. <laughs> I guess that was really delayed. <laughs> Um, well, <laughs> thanks for that. Though. That's awkward. Um, so. So I'm grateful for Connie and her aloofness sometimes. <laughs> I'm so sorry if you heard me crunching this whole time. I can't stop you eating crunching. These, these are good. They're thanks, so Russell. Good. I know. Thanks, Russell. I can also do this. But, alright. What are you saying? Take time. Take t- Sorry, I interrupted you. Take time. Take time to sit and reflect. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with this. And think about what you're grateful for. Because don't even lie to yourself. You've had those times where you... I'm sure no matter who you are, you've had times where you envied and wanted something that somebody else had. Oh, 100%. 100%. And I think it's good for us, especially in this season, to think and be like, man, like we're so... We have so much. Yeah. And it it doesn't have to be something big. It can always be something. Yeah. Just the people in your life. Because a lot of people no longer have loved ones with them. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that you really shouldn't take for granted. And then the things in your life. If you have a job, it doesn't matter how much money you make. Um, yeah. It doesn't matter who you're working with. Like that already is. You love- have something that yeah. a lot of people want. Exactly. And you might, I don't know, like, even just being able to, like, live in an apartment and, like, you know? Yeah, just the little things. Yeah. The things you normally just take for granted. Yeah. Because you're kind of like, oh, that's a given. Yeah. Like, Connie got her nails done today. Yeah. Oh, man, I feel bad. (laughs) Why? I don't know. Um, I made sweet potatoes today. Yeah, it's just, like, those things. Like, being able to... Go get my nails done and, like, yeah. have a treat yourself day. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. Yeah. Just reflect and be grateful. Think we're grateful we for like you a, guys. Like a how-to podcast now? No. A uh, uh, self-improvement? A self-help book? Yeah, that's what I was going for. Do you think that we would be adequate people to help people help themselves? <laughs> you know, I feel like we would be examples of who would need some self-help <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing is just a therapy session you realize that right? truly yeah. it is i kind of like it all right have a great week and if we we probably won't see you before see you we probably won't 
talk to talk you. to you before Thanksgiving. <laughs> so happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We're grateful for you guys. No, truly, if you listen to this whole thing, I'm so grateful for you. Okay, we should take them out of their misery. Oh yeah, and we'll try not to delete it. Okay. Bye. Bye.